again and welcome back to Black and White, where we speak radical grace, raw truth, and real hope in a gray world. I'm your host, Denise Pass, with my amazing co-host, Micah Maddox, and we are so glad you have joined us today. Today, we're going to continue our series on love, and this week, being Valentine's week, it seems like a perfect time to discuss what loving others looks like. Micah, do you do anything special for Valentine's Day? Well, with having four kids school-aged, we do usually do Valentine's for their friends at school, uh-huh. so that's always fun. And then one thing we have done for the past several years is we do um, chocolate-covered pretzels. Mm. So the kids enjoy making that. We usually do white chocolate, and then we get pink and red sprinkles and oh. decorate them up. And sometimes we'll do those for teacher gifts and things like that. So that's a lot of fun. Um, my husband and I always try to go out on a date, but we don't typically get to go on Valentine's Day. Just okay. It hasn't worked out that way. Mm-hmm. My husband's birthday is the 12th, so oh. we have a lot going on in this month, and we try to just make it a big, a big date mm-hmm. sometime within the vicinity of Valentine's Day. And one really special thing that we do is um, our women's ministry at our church always has an event right around Valentine's Day. And the goal of it is to have like a night of friendship. So we invite all women, whether they have a significant other or not, it's not a couple's event, it's a women's event. So it's an event so we can invite single women, we can invite college-age women, older women, widows, and it's a wonderful time to come together to let every woman know that she is loved. Because this can be a hard Mm. week for some people. You know, when they're looking on Facebook and they're seeing the roses and the balloons and the chocolate-covered strawberries for all their friends, and they're at home without... You know, maybe they've lost their loved one that they had that loved them so much. Or maybe they're in that, you know, looking for a husband stage and they're like, why hasn't God brought me a man yet? So I love that event because it just brings everybody together and reminds us, you are loved, girl. You're loved. Well, that is a wonderful, that's a wonderful way of really being loved to people who have felt maybe unloved. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because the it's a very commercial holiday, mm. and you know this emphasis on love is perhaps uh, the world's understanding of love. Yeah. But for Christians to be able to say, "Let us love you as God has loved us," what a way to make that holiday something. Yeah. That is encouraging. It's really, others. it's really a great a great time. So you know, today uh, one of the verses that Mike and I were looking at is out of Luke six, verses twenty seven through twenty eight. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. Oh boy, this one's a hard one, Denise. Yes, it is. This is so hard because (laughs) all of those things that it's telling us to do are just against our nature. Yes. You know, love those who hate you. I mean, it just is so hard to even read, Mm. let alone live, right? Oh, so as as we look at this verse and as we try to <laughs> apply it to our own lives, there's a couple things that just really hit me. You know, love them, love your enemies, it starts out. Love your enemies. Yes. Really? Like, I can think of a few people throughout my life that have been an enemy to me. <laughs> Thankfully, yes. I can't think of a few right now, currently. <laughs> but there have yeah. been some enemies along mm-hmm. the way. And when I think that the Bible, when I realize the Bible tells me, love them. Mm. That's so hard. It really is. And don't you think, too, sometimes, I mean, it's great you can't think of enemies. <laughs> I might be able to think of you not. <laughs> but, you know, a lot of times we might be surrounded by people who do love us, mm. biblically love us, but we have an enemy 
And that's all we can think about sometimes, someone who is against us. And when we think about this command here, you know, really, love your enemies. Mm. Valentine's Day, you don't usually think of that. <laughs> Let's love everybody fluffy, give them, you know, little heart candy. But to love our enemies, what does that look like? Wow. You know, it's, it's hard. It's hard to even really express, you know, what does that look like, Denise? I'm trying to think, you know, in my own life, loving my enemies. Um, man, the, the, first, the first thing that comes to my mind, and I wasn't planning on going here, but we're going. Um, <laughs> the first thing that comes to my mind is my biological dad. Not that he was an enemy, mm. but that um, he treated he, you like one. He wounded me. Yeah. Yes. He wounded me. And yet I can truly with a pure heart say, I love him. Mm. And it's not in a love like a, Hey dad, let's go out on a date kind of love. It's, it's a compassion and a love that only God could give. Amen. And I know if you're listening and you're thinking, what in the world? Um, <laughs> so my, my dad left when I was six years old and, um, mm. we never had the kind of relationship that every little girl wants. Mm. Right. And so as I think about this, love your enemies, do good to those that hate you. You know, I don't believe that my dad hated me. I don't believe that. Um, but he didn't give love, right, yes. where I expected it. And mm. so as I think about this, loving your enemies, how do we do that? For me, it's continually offering that forgiveness, even though it's not asked for or deserved, right? Yes. And, you know, I think, too, like when we're talking about loving our enemy, I think about the word put. Mm. I put on love for wow. others. And I wrote um, different notes through the years. That's one way I've expressed to people who I have felt wounded by. Mm -hmm. God has used me to think about what is positive about them. Yeah. How can I encourage them? And I think the word you said, expectation. Oh, yeah. You expected, which was a normal expectation. It's not a sinful expectation. Right. But that is where we get hurt by love because we're looking for people to give us what only God can. That's so completely. good. And so when we have that expectation it's let down, then we can possibly have sin in our own hearts, bitterness, you know, envy, strife. But when I see this scripture and this challenge telling me to love my enemies mm -hmm. and those who've hurt me, I know God can enable me to do that. And so I, I have to go to his word again. We talked about last week, and I've got to say, Lord, help me to put on this love. Help me to see them through your eyes, God. You see them as a child of God. Their identity is in you. Mm. And when I, when I see them through that, I don't see them as they hurt me anymore. Mm -hmm. I see them as someone needing God's love. Why are they acting the way they are toward me? It's demonic. It is often very fleshly. And we don't have the capacity to love. So my expectation for someone to give me something that they can't give me <laughs> is formed in the wrong place. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Wow. So I couldn't help but think of my little girl at school. You know, sometimes girls can be mean, you know, as adults, mm -hmm. girls can be mean too. <laughs> but, yeah. you know, I have two girls who are right in the thick of it, you know, mm -hmm. 10 and 11 years old. And um, one of them sometimes comes home and she's like, this girl's mean to me. I don't know why she doesn't like me. And, um, you know, it's an enemy and she really struggles. And I was able to kind of sit in on a party and see it all in action. You know, I saw it all happen and I was like, okay, I see, I'm seeing the lay of the land here. But something that was so clear to me was the need in that little girl's life. The one that was being unkind, the one that wasn't showing love, wow. you know, she has a deep need to be loved. Mm. And she doesn't know 
God closely so she doesn't know love. And she's not Mm. being shown love closely so she doesn't know how to love her friends well. So I was able to share with my little girl, open your eyes a little bit and look, you know, look at this situation and you can see she doesn't know God like you know God. She doesn't know love like you know love. So therefore, she doesn't know how to be a friend. Mm. She doesn't know how to be kind. The only way we can know love is to know God. And that's when we can truly love our enemies and do good to those who, you know, don't deserve it. (laughs) Well, I think it's beautiful. One, you're trying to put understanding in there. When you seek to understand instead of just label people. Mm. Because we've all been labeled, right? Oh, yeah. We all have enemies. And I know I've gone before the Lord myself and wondered, why, why God, don't you give me favor mm. with this person or that person? And his answer to me was, why do you want favor with everyone? Wow. I'm going to give you favor where I've called you, and but don't I shouldn't worship there. Yeah. You know, when I want that acceptance and love from other people so much that I'm so upset when I don't get it, it probably is revealing yeah. Instead of being other-centered, because that's what love is. God demonstrated his love for us, that he gave his only begotten son for people who were unworthy. Yeah. And so when I see someone, and it's such a great example, it's so beautiful that you built that into your daughter, but someone who is obviously needy of love themselves. Mm-hmm. So how do we demonstrate that? And I think when people start to feel that love from you that says, I'm setting my love on you, I'm mm-hmm. putting love on because that's what God did for me. Yeah. And it isn't dependent on what you do or don't do. It's what God has told me to do. And it's Him doing right. it through me. Yeah, it's a, it's a choice to put mm. on that love and to let that love flow through you. God's love. The only love mm. that can truly satisfy. Um, we see this so played out in our own home. So we are, mm. yes. we are foster parents. <laughs> mm. And so we have the opportunity to bring children into our home that come from an unlovely place. Yes. And so as as they come in, you know, we prepared our biological children. These children don't necessarily know what love is. Mm. They don't know what obedience is. You know, they don't, some of them don't know who Jesus is. They don't know about God and God's love. And so we bring them in and there's certain expectations you have of any child, right? And we have learned real quick to set those expectations aside Mm. because here we are, we're bringing someone in that has nothing to give. Mm. They have nothing to offer. They have nothing they can give back to say, here, for you, for your love, I will give you this, you know. Right. Um, but with my own children, you know, we, you just have the joy of parenting and the joy of seeing them hopefully turn out right, you yeah. know, one day and make some good choices amidst the bad, you know. Um, but with, with these kids, they really come from a place where they don't have anything. We're giving them everything they have, you know? And so my children, as we sit there around the table and they're seeing this all played out, it's just such a picture of God's love for me. When I realize, you know, that little boy that I'm looking into his eyes and saying, you're a good boy. God loves you. Jesus loves you. And he's, he's just looking with these gazing eyes, accepting these words that I'm giving to him. I'm thinking, that's like God looking at me. That's how God looks Mm -hmm. at me. Here I am with nothing to give. Yes. Right? Nothing mm. to offer back. And Jesus gazes into my eyes and says, I love you. I've chosen mm. you. You are precious in my sight. And here we now are able to look at these ch- 
children and give that love, not because we're great parents, not because we're good people. You know, people always say, oh, you're so amazing. No, 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 it's not that. Right. It's that God has shown us his love so much. Mm. God has put it on our hearts so much to show compassion to these kids and to teach them and show them God's love. God has done it. It's God's love through us that enables us to give the love to these kids that Amen. have nothing. Well, you know, I think what you're doing is you're speaking, just what we're doing with this podcast, mm. speaking God's truth Yeah. over him. And uh, we were blessed to adopt our youngest son, and that whole process was so illuminating to me of the love of God that would reach me when I was an enemy of God's. And so to choose a son who we didn't know, but God's love was so filling my heart for him. And I've also had to speak truth into his life. And it is different. I'm just going to be real with you. you know? yeah. Every child is different, though. And you learn how to love by the different people that God places in your life and as you approach it biblically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think a lot of the times we realize that we tend to love those who love us. And today we're really talking about loving others. But you know, there's another scripture I think of in Luke 10. And it's when the expert approached Jesus and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And God simply told him, love your neighbor as yourself. Love God and love your neighbor as yourself. And I think what I realized with this scripture is that the others, we often want to limit that to who we think are the people God's called us to love. But God will put people in our lives that we may not have thought to be people we want to be loving. But mm-hmm. he's going to do that because he wants to love that person. It's not about us. And um, we have circumstances that will come through and come to in this life where God is going to stretch us to love others. And we cannot clearly define that as just people in our house. Wow, it's so convicting to me today, Denise. It's just so <laughs> convicting because, you know, with foster care, our call was for these children, right? Mm. But along with these children come families. Yes. There's mamas and daddies mm. who birthed these kids, you know? And some of those parents I'll come face to face with. Mm. And it's really hard sometimes when you see the result of the parenting that they've been under to look eye to eye with these people that have raised these kids in a certain way and to to love them Mm. because you see the pain that has been produced, right? Yes. And yet God is just really impressing my heart, even right now, just to look through a different lens and to realize, you know, it's not just the foster child that God has called me to love. It's, It's the biological mom of that child. You know, it's the biological dad. How do I show love to them? And I, am I praying for them Mm. as much as I'm praying for the little one in my home? It's just, wow, the people that God puts in your life don't limit Mm. God's love, right? Don't limit God's love to a certain circle. Open your eyes. The people are all around us that are desperate for God. Yeah, and you know, one other thing I think about when I think of loving others is the word intentionality. I love that word. You know, and it is sometimes we can say, oh yeah, we're going to love others, but are we prepared to do so? Mm. And so there was a couple of years ago I had read an article somewhere about a person who said, let me get uh, gift cards and have them ready 
$10 gift cards, you know, if you see someone who's in need, a homeless person or someone who come across, you're ready and it's not just giving money that you don't know where it's going. Yeah. And so loving others, being and having that mindset of, Lord, uh, here I am. Being ready. Yeah. Send me. Yes, let me be used to do this yeah. for you. And your I home. love that. That's all about, it's putting on, you know, it's, it's suiting up for battle. Yes. It's being ready so that when we do come across people that are desperate for love mm-hmm. or that become our enemies all of a sudden and are yes. in our face, you know, we are suited up ready mm. to give the love. I love that. I love the gift card idea. I've heard a lot about um, random acts of kindness, yes. you know, and just showing showing love, whether that's paying for the next person behind you yes. in the drive through line, mm-hmm. you know. One thing that we do as a family when we go out to eat at a restaurant is when the waitress or waiter comes to our table, we ask them, is there anything we can pray for you about? We're about mm-hmm. to pray as a family. Can we pray for you right now? And we are overwhelmed with the response that we get. Yes. So yeah. many times, almost every time, they'll share something that's going on in their life. And you just see, hey, everybody needs love. We've just got to be ready and willing to give it. That is beautiful. So as we go out into the week this week, keep your eyes open. Be suited mm-hmm. up. Be ready to give the love that others need. They are there. Wow. People are there. People are yes. all around us desperate for God's love. Who has God put in your life that you can show love to this week? You've been listening to the Black and White Podcast, where we filter life through the Bible and live life in the freedom of truth.